EHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic, from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been around my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people Names, who characters, are... places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events or locales or persons, living or dead, is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Bonnie. That, folks, obviously was my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Bonnie DeForest, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and myself, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town, welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This time on KB Cabaret, we feature the music of the Twang Town Paramours and a best of selection of some of my favorite sketches. Welcome to our time to KB Cabaret. 911, what's your emergency? I need to speak with your EMT. I'm sorry, but there are no EMTs here. What's your emergency? No emergency. I just need to speak with your EMT. I just told you, ma'am, there are no EMTs here. Do you have an emergency? Well, I just told you that I don't. All I want to do is speak with the EMT that came to my house earlier today. Ma'am, this is an emergency call center, staffed only with qualified medical operators. If you have no emergency, then you need to hang up immediately. Okay, but when he gets back, tell him to call me. Should I leave you my number, or does it just pop up on your screen? No, ma'am. On all accounts, you need to hang up now, or I will dispatch the police. Do you know where he's going next? Maybe I can meet him there. Hang on. Let me grab a pen. That's it. I'm dispatching an officer to your location. Please remain where you are. But what about the EMT? Where do you keep them? We don't keep them anywhere, ma'am. They belong to various emergency squads throughout the surrounding communities, and we dispatch them as necessary. Oh. You sound disappointed. I am. Why? What makes you think we have EMTs here? Well, first off, I live with my mother, and she's getting up there in years. Well, earlier today, she took a nasty little fall in the garden. I told her I was going to get the weeds, but she wouldn't listen. She's like that, you know. Has to be done right this minute. And it's not like she didn't know where the edge of the fountain was because she's the one who had it put in. So she's bending over, something the doctor told her she shouldn't do, and starts pulling the weeds. And for some reason, stops paying attention, backs into the wall, and plop, over she went. Probably serves her right, but we weren't sure if she had broken anything, so just to be safe, we called 911. You guys. Uh-huh. 
and you sent over the EMT. Uh-huh. A really cute EMT. Uh-huh. He was so adorable and handsome, and he got my mom on her feet in no time. You know, I think we had a few moments while he was here, but he left before I had a chance to get his phone number, and I just thought... That you would call us to get it? So you'll do it? No. Oh, come on. That's not how it works. Well, how does it work? For God's sake. Wait a minute. There's someone at the door. Ma'am? I think it's a police officer. Ma'am, as soon as the officer... Ooh, he's cute. Ma'am? Way cuter than that EMT. Ma'am? I'm not making the same mistake twice. Well, hello, handsome. Come in. Jane, I don't see why we have to make such a big deal about me meeting your parents. I'm 44 years old, for God's sakes. I'm too old for this. No, you're not. My father is very old-fashioned, and if we're going to be together, we'll need his approval. (laughs) Why do I feel like I'm 15 again? Uh, hello, Mr. Burns. I'm Richard Garfield from Janie's school. Can she come out and play? Cut it out, Richie. Come on. Maybe you'll like my dad. And maybe the pigs will fly tonight. Quiet. Here we are. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. This is Richie. Well, hello, Richie. Welcome to our home. What are your intentions with my daughter, young man? Dad, you just met Richie. Give him a minute. Well, that last guy you brought over here didn't work out so well. That was 25 years ago. Now there's no use crying over spilt milk. Richie, why don't you find something on TV while Jane and I get dinner ready? Good idea. There's a Yankee game on. Three short with a pitch. Swung on it on the ground to deep short. Backhanded by Groach. Sets and throws and in time. He got it. What are you watching on my TV, son? Yankee game. Is it football? No. Baseball. It's the Yankees. I don't know anything about baseball. Oh, what sports do you follow? None of them. Damn waste of time. I told the guy who delivers the paper to pull the sports section right out of it before he drops it off here. Got me a 25-cent discount. Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, sorry, I don't know your first name. My first name is Mr. Mr. Burns. Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Burns. How long is this game going to last? It's only the second inning, so it'll be about another two hours or so. Well, that's too bad, because Lawrence Welk starts in 15 minutes. (laughs) Lawrence Welk. Oh, that's a good one. (sighs) Did I say something funny? Well, yeah, Lawrence Welk. Oh, you're serious about that. You actually watch Lawrence Welk? Hasn't he been dead for like 10 years? Watch it, son. Lawrence will live forever. He's the king of champagne music. Champagne? You like champagne? Of course not. I'm a teetotaler just like my daddy was before me. Alcohol is the devil's cocktail. Right. Well, couldn't you just DVR Lawrence Welk for this week and watch it later? DVR? Too high-tech for me. VCR? Reel-to-reel tape recorder? Forget it. 
Change the channel. I don't want to miss the bubble machine at the start of the show. How's it going in here? Great. Your dad was just telling me about uh, the lovely Lennon sisters. Thank you, boys. It was a real toe tapper. You know, Jane, maybe your ex wasn't so bad after all. Suppose you could get him back before it's too late? Everyone in the dining room, dinner's ready. Maybe I can catch the end of the game after dinner and Lawrence Welk are all done. Hee-haw, it's 7 o'clock. Hey, somebody just blowed up a cow. Alan, that gun, it's still in the hall closet, right? Dad! Honey, are you almost ready? Yes, I guess so. I just got the casserole out of the oven and the table is all set. Good. You know, I'm not looking forward to this. Well, why not? Well, I'm meeting your boss for the first time. I know. He and his partner are nice people. I know. I just want to make a good impression. Well, thanks for inviting them. You know, this promotion means a lot to me. I know that, honey. That's why I agreed to this dinner in the first place. I just hope your boss likes it. Ben will love your cooking. Don't worry. Oh, here they are. Good? Good. Hi. Hello. Honey, I'd like you to meet my boss, Ben Dover. Ben, this is my wife, Sonny. Ben Dover? <laughs> uh, I've heard so much about you. Good, I hope. Well, I heard a lot of nice things about you, too. May I introduce my partner, Anita Wanaman. Uh, I'm sorry? Anita Wanaman. <laughs> Anita Waterman, uh, it's nice to meet you. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you for inviting us. Uh, uh, why don't you have a seat? Uh, can I get you to a, a martini, a salty chihuahua, a barking spider? Um, just a gin. Neat. A uh, martini with gin, please, and two pearl onions. I'll help get the drinks, dear. Will you excuse me? Uh, sure. What is the matter with you? What could possibly be so funny that you have to embarrass me? Ben Dover? Anita Wantaman? What about Ben Dover and Anita Wantaman? Don't you hear it? Hear what? Never mind. You take out these two drinks. I made the usual cosmos for us. Here, Here we, we are. are. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Mmm, oh, very good. Delicious. Certainly hits the spot. I'm sorry? Uh, what spot did you hit? Oh, my bad. I meant, um... You know, uh, it is great that you came by here tonight. Sonny made her famous casserole. Oh, that's wonderful. When did you have it published? Uh, when did I have what published? Your casserole recipe. You said it was famous. Oh, no, not that famous. I just do what my mother told me. It really is a piece of cake. What is? Uh, the, the casserole. I never heard of casseroles being cake. Is it sweet? No, uh... Uh, say, did you know that McConnell called today? He said he may make us an offer on the property at Almond Third. Is that a fact? I am so proud of my Sam. He never missed the boat when it comes to sales. He is so on the ball. Why in the world would you be sitting on a ball, Sam? Ben, I sit on a ball all the time at work. It's good for the back. Forces your posture to be straight. But that still doesn't explain the boat. Uh, Sam, why don't you help me in the kitchen so we can have dinner? Now? No time like the present. Uh, excuse us, please. You're excused. 
is your problem? Can't you hear what's going on out there? Yes. You're embarrassing me with your boats and balls. I'm embarrassing you. These people take everything I say literally. No, they aren't. Oh, my gosh. Are you blind? No, I can see perfectly well. You're one of them. What are you talking about? An alien from outer space. I was born in Wichita. Oh, let's just eat. Behave yourself. Fine. Here we are. Dinner. This meal is delicious. Yes, very oh. good. Oh, thank you. Did you happen to visit the new designer outlet mall that opened up off Exit 70? Oh, gosh, yes. Great stores, but some of the merchandise costs an arm and a leg. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. Why would anyone want to do that? No way. You are not taking me seriously. Really? Lady, you are not playing with a full deck. Honey. I always play with 52 cards. And what does that have to do with dismembering people for merchandise? Oh, my gosh. That is the last straw. You're off your rocker, lady. Elvis is leaving the building. What are you saying? There's no rocking chair here or straw. And how can Elvis leave? He's dead. Oh. <laughs> this is outrageous, Sam. Your wife's out of control. I'm sorry, sir. I don't know what's come into her. You know what, Anita Wantaman, Ben Dover? You two are as sharp as a marble and two fries short of a Happy Meal. Well, pick up your things in the office Monday morning, Sam. You're fired. Sir. Come on, Anita. Let's get out of this place. Goodbye. What just happened? Don't sweat it, Sam. You may just burn a brain cell. I'm hitting the sack. Right now, I am talking with Mike and Mary Bell Lewis, and it is a pleasure to have these two wonderful artists here on our show. Their group is called the Twangtown Paramours, and it is exciting because I just love the music. It is so wonderfully played and sung. This is folk music? Would you consider this folk music? Well, some people do. What do you consider it's somewhere, it? It's somewhere between Americana folk and I don't know what. Well, sophisticated Americana, I read, and I would probably coin that as well. I think that's brilliant. Definitely very sophisticated, beautifully sung. And folk music it is Americana, after all. And how lucky are we, you know, in this wonderful country of ours, to have musicians like you. And, and to, to hear these wonderful songs. I mean, some are ballads, some are fun, some are, you know, so different, each one and every one. Tell me, how did you even start this? Oh, what is your background? Give me a little history. I've been singing since really I was probably three or four and sang. Um, my brother played the trumpet. My other brother played the drums. My mother loved opera and crooners, and there was always music going in my house. And I tried playing the clarinet. My parents really encouraged me to play an instrument, and I was horrible. And they told me if I would put down the clarinet, that they would pay for me to have voice lessons and so we struck a deal <laughs> and it was because i was a lousy clarinet player that i got to study voice 
Let's just let's just get into the songs here. I mean, you you have some amazing songs, and you know what? I'm going to go with "Heaven Is Somewhere Else" first. Tell me something about "Heaven Is Somewhere Else." It's got a message in it. I don't want to give the message away. I, I like people to interpret it as they will. Mm-hmm. But there's a message. Let's just say in the song. And any song that is worth listening to has some sort of a metaphor message that that we can connect to. So why don't we listen to "Heaven Is Somewhere Else"? Because uh, I. Well, I love all of these songs, but one of my favorites. Let's play let's play this song. Okay.
so nice to be out in a restaurant and I don't have to cook. Well, that's why I brought you here. That's why I love you. You are a thoughtful and generous man. Why, thank you, darling. Good evening. My name is Daryl, and I'll be your server tonight. Welcome to Darwin's. Have you ever dined with us before? No. No, this is a first time. Marvelous. Well, let me explain what we do here. Here, we let you choose an experience from either of the feeding categories. What are you, an herbivore or carnivore? Oh, well, that's simple. I'm the herbivore. And I'm the carnivore. Very good. Each of you will be supplied your various gear to gather your food. Then we prepare it for you in our award-winning kitchen. Come with me, please. This is so exciting. I guess. Here we are, out in the forest. This looks so real. But it's not, right? We here at Darwin's try to make the experience the most authentic as possible. Sir, your spear and blade. Ma'am, a small shovel and sickle. And here, put these on, please. I have to wear rubber coats and boots? Yes, sir. Things can get messy. Oh, my. You have 15 minutes to gather your food and place them in the designated trough. Your names are already on them. Ready? Hunt and gather. Uh, This is a little awkward. I wish I knew we were going to do this. I wouldn't have worn a pin skirt and heels. Oh, blueberries! I had no idea. Oh, wait. Wait, I see something. It's a rabbit. You're not going to kill a bunny, are you? This is Darwin's. It's all about survival, Claire. All about survival. Carl! Carl! Are you all right? Missed it by a hair. Don't worry about me. Just a little scratched up. Ooh, what's there? Boy, he's really into this. Mushrooms and raspberries. Oh, oh, and and what's that stalk? It's an onion. Claire and Carl, you have two minutes to put your food into your trough. Oh, no, I can't just eat ten berries, two mushrooms, and an onion. What else is there? Where's the romaine or the spinach? Come on, honey. Let's run. We're almost out of time. Wait, I almost dug this out. Come on. Okay, okay. That's your trough. And that's mine. Come on, throw in the food. Back to civilization. Oh, that was fun. I felt the call of the wild, the connection to my hunter ancestry. I guess. At least in my yard, I know where everything is. Here we are, survivors. Your own gatherings prepared by our Darwinian chefs. What's this? That, my dear is a grilled wood rat. Oh. What are you eating? Apparently a salad. Mm. Is everything prepared to your satisfaction? Say, do you have some bottled wine we don't have to stomp on? Of course, sir. We carry only the best vintage wine in town, starting at $150 a bottle. Fine. Bring out a couple of those. Maybe if we get drunk enough, we'll down this meal. Yes, sir. That's the secret to our restaurant survival, sir. It's the Darwinian way. 
All right, we're back again, and um, let's talk about same old, same old. Okay. Um, Mike, you wrote this? I did. Um, I can tell you that that particular song, I, I don't know where it came from. I was driving down the road and just kind of humming a song, and it showed up. Yeah. And I, I can't really tell you too much more about it. You put out a recorder while you were driving and sang it? Well, don't tell the state police this, but sometimes what I will do is I'll have a little post-it notepad next to me while I drive. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I will write lyrics down. Other times I do have, you know, my iPhone recorder and I'll hit memo or something and I'll sing into it. Yeah, that's that's what I do. I have a phone, so I turn on my little recorder and I start singing and the different versions of something that just popped into my head. So let's listen to this song, Same Old, Same Old. I'm the same old star, same old moon, wherever you are, I can almost see you watching with me. Same old blues in the black of night, same old prayer that you'll see the light, and the same old, same old memories. Tell me, darling, what's new? Has there been a change of heart in you? Nothing's different here. The weather's always cold It's just the same old, same old It's the same old tune, same old song In the same old tone you sing along Eyes of steel and heart like a stone same old voice, you say it's strange that I look to you to make a change when it's your same old hang up on the phone. Tell me, darling, what's new? Has there been a change of heart in you? Nothing's different here, the weather's always cold, it's just the same old, same old. I love this. You do? Yes. 
Thank you, honey. Well, I thought you needed to get away. Oh, you know. you're so right. So, uh, what do you want to do? Oh, honey, feel this bed. It is so comfortable. Yeah, a little soft, but you're right. It is comfortable. We haven't stayed in a hotel in years. Yeah. Everything is so spacious. Look, there's even a chaise lounge <gasps> and robes. And look at the sixty-inch flat screen. It's a smart TV. It even says "Welcome, Mr. and Mrs. Richards." Hey, that's us. This is such a nice gesture, honey. You know what I want to do? No. Let's just stay in. You know, get into these lovely robes, order room service, binge watch some of our favorite programs. Well, you don't want to go out in the town? No, we're always running somewhere. Honey, don't you want to? Okay, if that's what you really want. That's what I really want. All right. So where's the、uh, room service menu? Oh, oh, here it is. Let's see. They have munchies, nachos, hummus and pitas, olives, cheeses, spiced nuts. Ah,、uh, I was thinking more of a dinner. That's what's so great. We can order anything we want. Oh, this looks good. Steak au poivre with fingerling potatoes and asparagus. I just feel like eating good old-fashioned junk food. Loaded nachos. Should I get a salad? Are you kidding me? Too much. Okay, I'll diet tomorrow. Hmm. Is this all the dessert they have? Two types of brownies and ice cream. Hmm. Wine. Sure. Let's do this. Oh yeah. Good evening. Hi. I would like to order room service. Yes, Mrs. Richards. Go ahead. Oh, she knows my name. That is so cool. We'll have the steak poivre,、uh, medium well, and the loaded nachos. What kind of dressing would you like on the salad? Excuse me. The steak comes with the house salad. <gasps> oh, this is my lucky day.、Um, do you have blue cheese? Yes, we do. Good, blue cheese it is. Okay. Beef or chicken for the nachos? Um, beef. No, chicken. I'll go with the chicken. Okay. Will there be anything else? Oh yes, we would like to have some red wine. Okay. How many glasses? I guess we'd like the entire bottle. Oh well, that would be from the bar. I can connect you. Okay. Oh oh wait, before you do, we were wondering about the dessert selection on the room service menu. Do you have anything else besides brownies and ice cream? We don't because room service has a separate menu from the hotel's restaurant menu. If you want to ask the restaurant directly, I can transfer you to them as well. Okay. You will have to pick up the dessert order separately, though. Really? Still want me to connect you? Well, I guess. Hold on. Waters Restaurant. Hi. We were hoping you have a wider dessert selection than the room service menu. Ah,、uh, yeah. We have cheesecake with strawberries or raspberry topping,、uh, carrot cake. And chocolate lava cake with banana ice cream. Okay, hold on a sec, honey. They have cheesecake with strawberries or raspberry topping, carrot cake, and chocolate lava cake with banana ice cream. Hmm, lava cake sounds good. Okay,、um, the lava cake sounds good. Okay, will there be anything else? Oh well, I need to order wine. 
Okay, hold on. I can connect you to the bar. Okay, uh, but, but wait. Do I have to pick this up? I also ordered from room service. No, we can arrange that. Everything's brought up together. Room 1049, right? Yes. Anything else? Just the wine. I'll connect you. Water bar. Oh, hi. I would like to order a bottle of house red. We recommend Wolf Trap. It's a South American red. Oh, uh, how much is that? Just one second. I'll check. It's $35. Honey, it's $35. $35? We could probably get that for 10 bucks somewhere else. Um, is there anything cheaper? I'm afraid that is the lowest price, and frankly, it is by far the best. Honey, she says that is the best and the lowest in cost. Well, do you want it? It's part of the hotel experience. Okay, then order it. Okay. Can you send that up to room 1049? I've ordered from room service and the restaurant. Oh, I'm sorry. You will have to pick this up. But aren't you connected to the restaurant? Yes, but we aren't connected to room service. I see. Okay. Well, one of us will be right down. <clears throat> Honey, you want to pick up the wine downstairs? I'm in my robe. All right. I'll go down then. Where's our food? It's been two hours. I don't know, but this is the last of the wine. Call again. I'm starving. Okay, but this is the third time already. Room service. Yes, where's our food? Mrs. Richards, we told you to pick it up. What? No, you didn't. The restaurant guy said he would arrange to send the dessert with room service. No, we sent the food to the restaurant to be picked up by you, Mrs. Richards. Are you serious? It's past 11. <sighs> okay, I'll pick it up. I'm sorry, but the restaurant is already closed. What? What about our food? It's been thrown out, but charged to your room. No food. We don't have any food. Well, let's just go to bed. My head hurts. But what about the food? Reach in my jacket's inside pocket. I have a half a package of winter mints in there. Knock yourself out. I love room service. Well, we have nowhere to go but to listen to Nowhere to Go. Again, Mike, you wrote this song? I, I did, and that was sort of a personal tune to, to Mary Beth, and that was the tune that really got us started. I had conceived of it production-wise as, as something a little plainer. Once Mary Beth started singing it, I, I, a very different production sound came to me, and that sort of became the core musical sound I had in my mind for the entire first album. So that's the tune that kind of got us going. The spark that started it all. So nowhere to go. And that's the song. And let's listen to this great melody and great lyrics. I've been tossing and twisting since 2 a.m. So I slipped out of bed and hit the road again.
and twist him since 2 a.m. Slipped out of bed and hit the road again. I was thinking the highway was my only friend, but I see it ain't so. Get over here. Come on, Butch. Carl needs us. What do you want, Carl? What do you mean, what do I want? We're here to break into this house. That's what I want. Now listen, the lights went off about an hour ago, so they should be sound asleep by now. After I jimmy the window open, Dimitri, you crawl in and then open the front door to let Butch and I in. Butch, as soon as Dimitri lets you in, I want you to stand at the bottom of the stairs and make sure no one wakes up and comes down to see what's going on. And then I want to... Where are the stairs? How do I know? They have to be somewhere on the first floor. Just find them and stand at the bottom. You want me to follow Butch and wait at the bottom of the stairs with him? No. I want you to take this pork chop and give it to the dog. If they have one. Then I want you to go... Is it a big dog or a little dog? How do I know? There might not even be a dog. Besides, what difference does it make? Well, I didn't eat any dinner tonight and I'm hungry. So I'm thinking... If it's a little dog, I can eat some of the pork chop, and there'd still be enough left for the dog. You know, because if he's little, he probably doesn't eat that much anyways. Okay, smarty pants. And what if it is a big dog? You won't have enough pork chop to keep him calm, and then he'll bite you. You want to get bitten by a dog that might not be there just because he didn't have enough sense to eat dinner tonight? No, that, that would hurt, I think. Don't think. Just do what I tell you. Dimitri, what are you doing? I only took a small bite. Don't worry, Carl. I'll save some. Well, you're the one who's going to get bit. But uh, I guess that's better than your stomach growling and waking everyone up. Hey, you want a bite? No. Save it for the dog, if there is one. Huh. I never would have thought about bringing a pork chop to a burglary to distract a dog that might not even be there. Man, you think of everything. Well, sometimes you just got to know these things. By the way, where's Butch? I don't know. He was here a minute ago. Hey, there he is, looking out the window. Hey, Butch, open the window so we can get in. Butch, what the heck are you doing? Give me your hand and I'll help lift you through the window. You're an idiot. What? You want me to help Dimitri through first? No. I want you to close the window and wait for us to come through the door. But I thought you said you were coming through the window. Just close the window. We'll be right in. Oh, that guy never listens. Shut up. You're an idiot, too. Sure you don't want some of this pork chop? It's delicious. I don't believe this. Well, I'll take that as a no. You don't know what you're missing. Oh, trust me. I know exactly what I'm missing. Come on, we got work to do. Okay. 
First, we're going to... Where the heck is Butch? Why does he keep disappearing like that? Butch, where are you? In the kitchen. What are you doing in the kitchen? I'm going to pet the dog. I told you to wait at the bottom of the stairs just in case. Dog? Yeah, he's so cute. I think he's a Rottweiler. Butch, get in here now! <laughs> oh, he doesn't sound very happy. Neither do I. Dimitri, maybe now would be a good time to give the dog the pork chop. I can't. Sure you can. Just toss it on the floor in front of him. No, I mean I can't. Dimitri, just toss the damn pork chop. It's gone. I ate it. All right, who's down there? Way to go, Butch. What did I do? If you went to the bottom of the stairs like I told you, we wouldn't be in this mess. I've called the police, and they're on the way. Carl, what do we do now? And I have a gun. Run! Yikes! Get out of my way! Ouch! The dog just bit me! Excuse me, sir. Dimitri, no! Don't worry, Carl. I'm not going to say anything about us planning to rob this place or any of the others. I just want to know if they're serving breakfast in the morning. I'm hungry. Shut up, Dimitri, and put your hands up before you get shot. Oh, I hope they have pancakes. Happy birthday, honey. I got you a present you're going to love. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I love presents. But where is it? I don't see any package. No package needed. Well, tell me. Don't leave me in suspense like this. I hired you a cleaning lady. She's coming tomorrow to clean the entire house. You'll never have to do it again yourself. I know how much you hate cleaning. Mikey, I love you. I can't believe you actually hired me a cleaning lady. I've been dreaming about this moment since we got married. You're wonderful. Yes, I am. Who is she? Her name is Svenka, and she comes from Sweden. One of the ladies at work has Svenka clean her house and highly recommends her. Svenka, what a nice name. Well, I better get to work cleaning up around here. What? What do you mean cleaning up around here? This place is a mess. I don't want Svenka thinking we're a couple of slobs. We're not slobs. Anyway, cleaning ladies are used to seeing dirty houses. That's what they do. No, she'll tell all her other customers how disgusting our house is. They'll be laughing at us behind our backs all over town. Barb, that's ridiculous. Maids don't tell secrets like that. Of course they do. Then she'll tell all the other cleaning ladies, and pretty soon our house will have a reputation as a pigsty. Barb, you're being paranoid. Come on, it's your birthday. Time to celebrate. No, I'm getting out the vacuum and going over these carpets. They haven't been cleaned in weeks. But that's the whole point. That's why I hired Svenka, so you wouldn't have to do it. Oh, this is terrible. I'll have to clean the whole house before morning. I won't be able to sleep a wink. Barb, you do not have to clean the entire house. You don't have to clean any part of the house. There's a nice Swedish maid coming here first thing tomorrow morning, and she'll do the whole thing for you. She's done it a million times. She won't tell anybody anything about our house. She probably doesn't even speak English. You're going to have to sit in the other room for now until I mop these floors. This is crazy. And don't use the toilet at all tonight after I clean it. Oh, sure. I'll just go next door to the Eastman's and use theirs. Good. 
see if you can eat dinner over there, too, because I'll have to clean the oven right after I wash the windows. Goodbye. Enjoy your birthday. Hmm. I hope I have time to power wash the outside of the house. Good morning, ma'am. I am Svenka. I am here to clean your house. There's nothing left for you to do. It's all clean. Be sure to tell everyone how clean it is here. I do not understand, ma'am. You, you already cleaned the house. What do you need me for? I was worried what you'd think, so I did it all myself. No wonder you look so tired. Why don't I come in and see if there is something I can do? Your husband already paid me. Well, sure, come in, but you won't find one speck of dirt any place in this house. I hope you'll tell that to everyone in your cleaning ladies' chat group. What is in the corner there? Oh, I think you miss a spot. Oh, dear. I did that corner at 4 a.m. when I wasn't seeing too clearly anymore. Let me get the mop out again. I just sit here and turn on the TV while you work. <laughs> and don't forget the dust bunnies behind the couch. I don't understand how you live in such filth. I'm so sorry. How can I make it up to you? Can I get you some Swedish fish? Honey, I apologize for how things went last night. Let's start all over on this whole clean house thing. I bought you an alternate birthday present. Alternate birthday present? What is it? It's a Roomba. A robot vacuum cleaner. It vacuums the whole house by itself. It teaches itself the layout of the house using artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence? If it's smart enough to do that, it's smart enough to know what slobs we are. I better get busy. Hey, Roomba. Are you smart enough to come down to the pub with me and suck down a few drinks? I am here um, speaking with Mike T. Lewis and Mary Beth of the Twangtown Paramours. I cannot tell you what it is, what an honor it is to speak with you. You're based out of Nashville, Texas. Where are you based out of? We're in Nashville, Tennessee, but we're coming up to Oxford, New York, which isn't too far from you. Yeah. On uh, Saturday, March 25th, we'll be at 6 on the square. Actually, we've been there before, and we're really looking forward to coming back to play I, again. I love these type of shows. It is so much fun. I cannot tell you. I, when I first started listening to your music, I became... You know how the hair stands up in the back of your neck, and you start getting these this little goosebumps all over your body, and you know you're not sick, but you know you're in love? Well, I fell in love with I fell I fell in love with your music. I truly the sound the I can't everything about it. It's just great, and it's such an honor to have both of you on my show. I I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm I have to say I'm an idol. I'm googling about you, trying to find out who well, you are. Thank, listen, yeah. thank you. We're, we're honored to be on your show. We appreciate your asking us. We're really happy to meet you and to be on your show, and we're honored to be part of what you do. So I appreciate both of you being on this show, putting up with my antics and answering my crazy questions. But truly, it is great to have you. And I cannot wait to see you in person one of these days, if not in Oxford, then somewhere in this world. Again, Mike and Mary Beth from the Twangtown Paramours. I will connect your your website onto my website. You can find them on the musicians page of kbcabaret.com. That's kbkabaret.com. Go onto the musicians link and find Twangtown Paramore, and you will find everywhere where you can get their albums, listen to their songs, and all their information. Again, thank you very much. Thank you.
Okay. This this is really a cool song, Ballad of Little Lulu. Tell me about this this song. I will tell you this. This is a co-write. This is a family co-write. All right. Yes. This is me, Mary Beth, and our two daughters, my two stepkids. Uh-huh. And we were at the beach, and I was coming up with different alliterations, and our youngest one came up with a better one than I was working on. <laughs> How old? Oh, at the time, I think she was just nine. But all the perversion in there is mine. Uh, I love I love this song. It made me laugh. It's a great song. So let's listen to Ballad of Little Lulu. Kids all cry, mascara drips from the principal's eyes. Then Lula says, I have a thought. Here's a game that'll pull you off. She leads them all, and Simon says, They do what she does, and they undress. Then Lula, Lula, Lula does the hula, hula, hula. Too hot to handle a sunny day in school. One day land a job 
make a lot of money just because you learn to do what Lula does. Lula, Lula, Lula does the hula, hula, hula. Too hard to handle a sunny day in school. Lula, Lula, Lula does the hula, hula, hula. Dancing naked is the way she keeps her cool. Mahalo. Well, folks, that's all for today's show. I'd like to thank all of our guests for being on KB Cabaret. I am always awed with the amazing talent out there. Thank you to my hardworking crew, co-workers, and actors John Kerry, John Montgomery, actors Junie McMahon, and Bonnie DeForest. My amazing sound engineer and actor, newlywed, Charles Berman. His assistant, Valentine Monfuega. My music engineer, David Rice of Basement Studios, who <laughs> makes me sound better than I am. And a special shout-out to Christina Dilnella, who plays one mean piano and now works in musical theater in New York City. Of course, a special thank you to you, dear KB Cabaret audience, for stopping by and listening to our show. We certainly couldn't do this without you. If any of you have a hankering to write or sing for our show, contact me, Bree Harvey, through the show submission page. Let me see what you've got. And sponsors, you want your name heard by over 150,000 listening audience members all over the country and as far as Australia? <laughs> Hello, mates. Then KB Cabaret is the place to be. Just give me a shout-out on kbcabaret.com. That's kbkabaret.com. I'm Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of KB Cabaret. See you next week on the radio. share our policy city come back again now to kb cabaret